Okay, welcome back. So if you actually listened to our last episode or the one that we just recorded two minutes ago, <laughs> uh, we just rambled on about and gave our testimony kind of about our mission trip in Central Asia. Yeah. We gave you like the pre and the, what happened during the mission trip kind of thing. And I guess we touched base on like just everything that happened. And if you guys are curious about more of it, please reach out to us. Like I beg you reach out to us. That's like the main thing. That we're doing this for just so you can ask more questions about the mission trip in general or just like i mean just hearing your support and love is always nice too so <laughs> but um yeah now we transition into the post mission era i guess in a way <laughs> sounds era. really weird sounds so but dramatic. it actually is so true um let's just say the boy not recover for jet lag for the first month oh my gosh i remember that i was actually dying in pain i did not hang out with anyone i mean i did hang out with people but like it was a lot more closed than it used to be like i had people reach out to me more than me reach out to them which in all reality mm. usually i'm that kind of person that reaches out to everyone yeah i'm like really i'm just really bored if i'm at home but like during that one month i just stayed at home most of the time which was actually kind of nice but um yeah uh let's just say god showed us God showed me a lot of things throughout that mission trip that he's there. He's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> as weird as it were to word it that way. <laughs> God is there. God is that guy. But for some reason, like, even after the mission trip, it's just like, I don't know if you also have this sometimes, but like, you're just scared. Or like, you're anxious or you're doubting that he might not be there sometimes. Or not, he might not, like, God is not there. It's just, I don't see it. That's clear enough. I know for, I know you, you were talking about this, how you were like, how you saw God, like God's presence while in Central Asia. Mm -hmm. And I know you were, but I know like one of the fears that you had was, will I see it when I come back here yeah. in the community that I have? Just because it's like, you know, obviously our purpose over there was a lot more intense mm -hmm. about God, but come back here, it's kind of like, oh, come back to like our daily lives. And just like contrasting it from while we were there to what we have now, exactly. it could definitely seem, yeah, like, is he here? Both of us, I don't know about you, but for me personally, I came into the mission trip from a really bad place. Like, I just got out of a really bad place. Like, just a historical context. <laughs> um, uh, I got rejected from leadership last year. There was a lot of drama that happened last year in epic and just in the communities i surrounded myself with and to be honest as us who are just coming into campus for the first time as sophomores we technically counted as pseudo freshmen in a way yeah but people treated us like sophomores and we had to exponentially grow quicker than oh, a lot of other sure. people and the expectation of that was just really heart-wrenching and honestly really scary to the point I didn't rely on, like, to the point, like, I didn't rely on God as much. Like, I thought I had everything under my control. And that I could fix everything. Of course, God proved me wrong. Like, he, he made sure that I realized there's a lot of bad parts to that. <laughs> he made me realize that if I just rely on myself, there's going to be a lot of downfalls. And there was a lot of downfalls. And throughout the summer, I had surrounded myself with really good people. And they helped me grow. And I just can't, like, I had... I, I led a discussion group for retreat for the first time. And then going into the mission trip was just like, I was scared that that was the peak. Mm. That was the pinnacle right there. And coming back from it, 
at first, I was like really sad. I was like, dang, I'm not going to experience that peak again. Mm-hmm. But then the moment I came back, like we had iron volleyball playoffs. And since I'm coordinator, I had to go out, even though I pulled off three old letters three nights <laughs> before. And God, just seeing everyone there again, just seeing everyone after that week of no, not seeing them, and really realize how much they are so special. Like our team mm-hmm. is so special. UTD Epic is so special. Even for our team, like in their own respective campuses, I know for sure you guys miss the people around you guys. Yeah. And for me, I was like, even the people that sometimes I get annoyed by as well, it's just like, even people like, just everyone in general was just like, was so beautiful to me. I'm just like, dang, this is such a great moment. And for me, I was just like, God's presence right there. All that doubt, all that nonsense I had in my own head, not giving up that control is just all given out right there. God showed him again and again and again and again. And he works in mysterious ways, but he always shows himself every single time. But yeah, that whole, that whole period where we have final exams too. Oh yeah. I don't know about how you dealt with that, but for me, that was pretty rough. So it's, it was a little hard to reflect um, because again, it was Thanksgiving, right? But we obviously just had school straight after mm-hmm. uh, compared to summer mission trips. Obviously you have mm-hmm. maybe like even like one or two weeks mm-hmm. right before school starts, you have that time to reflect and just think about what you did yeah, on exactly. your mission trip. But for us, we just went straight into school. So there was not a lot of time to reflect uh, solely with yourself mm-hmm. on what happened. So it was, I think it definitely took a longer process mm-hmm. for everyone that was on the mission trip. And for me, I just, I think same with you, Sean, I just, the community that we have over here, I just felt so much more appreciative of what we had. Yeah. Because in that country, it's, uh, first of all, not very uh, Christian friendly. It's not very like touristy friendly. Nope. But just seeing that we have such a loving community with Epic mm-hmm. and just like our society, you know, it's generally more accepting to Christians. Mm-hmm. And I think we take that for granted a lot more than we should. But I... Honestly, it's still like so mind-boggling to me every time I come back and think about my time over there mm-hmm. and how much I miss it. But I know that the impact that we made, like our purpose was, of course, like to see if how it would work for future missions. And because we were the first ones uh, in that country, maybe even region in general. But just seeing how much I got out of that mission, the relations that I made, not with just the students uh, over at the country, but also our team as well, how much we bonded, even in just like a week's time mm. that you know I was able to grow so much, but also that I was able to see Sean grow a lot. I say this to a lot of people. I don't think I ever said it to you in front of your face, no. but that like you like spiritually matured a lot i can see a lot of maturity and growth oh okay. during that time i don't think i said this to i think i said this probably to like two three people but i was like really impressed by your growth and like how you took charge how you said you essentially like led that prayer circle 
and how you bawled your eyes out on the last day. <laughs> I was gone. I'm so sorry. It's just like sometimes I try to hold it in, but it just doesn't. It just it doesn't hold it in. I'm usually was, someone that doesn't cry either. But like I saw like the first uh like maybe like five words, Sean was already like quivering. <laughs> uh, because in context, I wrote in my journal. I wrote things about each and every person on that list, and I was I started with Marvin. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I was like. You're like a brother to me. And I bawled my eyes out. It yeah. was gone. Yeah, it was crazy. To bounce off of what you said, though, um, you say how you like you always like look back and reflect on it, right? And see how good of a time it was. Yeah. I feel like that's perfect for how like I see it as well. It's like, for me, there's a lot of times I still doubt. And like to be honest, doubt is a sin. Doubting yeah. God is a sin, to be honest. I mean, not to be honest, it is facts. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, uh, just like, Sometimes I'm so, like, blinded by, like, mm-hmm. my own desires and my own, like, things that I want that I just don't see God as clearly. And, like, whenever I don't love people based off of how God loves people, it just, like, everything just falls downhill for me. Like, everything, like, my patience starts running out quickly. I start getting burnt out more quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who I seek and, like, I count as rest for me they, they like when i hang out with them is resting for me actually yeah those all disappear when mm. i don't seek god in his love for myself at least so whenever i do that what i always do is i always look back at the mission trip for me the mission trip is like what's that song firm foundation right <laughs> <laughs> such a banger of a song by the way um i always look back at them i'm like wow this thing will never go away like every time I something happens or like I'm doubting or like I'm in a bad place, I just look back at that. I'm like, wow, God was there, <laughs> and like God put these people in my life, this team, these people. Like God put Daniel when we walked around that whole neighborhood that day. God put Esther when I talked with her all night. Just like those are there are reasons, and there's like God put Rick in that middle seat between me and Esther <laughs> to talk the entire time. I have like a lot of the time, but I just. Just those are the reasons, like, I just, like, see so much love for people. And just, like, just always reflecting on that, it never gets old. And it's, like, a continuously a continuous fire that never goes out for me. It's just a steadfast fire that never goes out. And hopefully you guys get that experience as much as I have. Um, clearly, uh, I had friends like Laura who literally could not resist who actually was you know that's a pretty big influence in your decision laura was a big decision laura was a big part my parents were a big part you were a big part uh even roy was a big part too like he talked about it with me a bit too Mm. so i was like yeah it was really nice um but yeah how what has happened ever since now that we (laughs) both got a mission trip after final exams a lot of things have happened a lot of things that happened. A lot of things. It's, I think it's time to catch up with the listeners and the and the team that are listening right now. Hopefully, well, um, what, I'm just thinking. Uh, obviously, winter break. That was very much needed. Um, just like general, because obviously it's school. Um, just having that time of rest. Mm-hmm. I think I was finally able to get. I guess closure onto the trip like okay like this was probably one of the greatest chapters in my life mm-hmm. and I'll remember it very fondly but I also went to a winter conference 
And as I guess not most of you guys will know, but most of the people from the mission trip went to the conference in Dallas, yes, uh, except for two little people. One's little, one's tall, by the way. Okay, yeah. One little and one tall. So Sean and Esther didn't go. <laughs> We're just going to say it out, right? Because I'm essentially going to say the people who did go. Um, so everyone else was there. Me, uh, Daniel, Leon, Tara, and Rick, and Maddie and, da- and, Maddie and David. Uh, Serena and Marvin, uh, unfortunately, were not able to go because they actually were, uh, I think, literally on the opposite coast of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, they don't actually, like, live in Texas. So, um... I miss y'all. We miss y'all. Yeah, but... Just being able to reconnect and kind of rekindle our, like, experience and our time during there, it was, like, so It was like so nice. Because mm. we also... It was, it was kind of scuffed, but we tried to go to Austin at one point, like, all, everyone, so we can, like, you know, meet back up. Like a month afterwards, that did not, not come work. to fruition. Uh, let me just say, me and planning is not go hand <laughs> in hand. But all the time, I had to plan for some odd reason. But like just in general, we actually we had like valid reasons why we couldn't go. Like I know for me personally, I had an exam, so I was like, I can't go. So obviously, Sean can't go because he can't drive there. Uh, okay, like, yeah, you're okay, right. no, but that's like that's actually true, valid. Yeah, like true, it was like if I can't go, Sean is not gonna oh, be able to go. Uh, I know some other people they had still school going on, so it was. It was, it was like a whole mm-hmm. mess in a sense. I don't want to say it like that. But just being able to see everyone again, um, it was just like really nice. We were able to connect. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Winter Conference was like a banger. So it was like it was like the cherry on top of a great experience. <laughs> it was a good, it was good. Yeah. And like, but now we won't be able to see them as much anymore, which I'm like really sad about. It's okay. It happens sometimes. <laughs> but what about you, Sean? What what happened? What's what's happened in your life now? Um, I think after. Okay, I want to. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode before the story mission story that we had to spill to everyone. Uh, Marvin, I remember in like day two or day one of the mission, day three, day two or day three of the mission trip. I don't know why. This guy's a menace to society sometimes, but I love this guy. But he came up to me and he was like, hey, Sean, do you like helping people? And I was like, yes, sir. I love helping people. You know what I'm saying? I love like reaching out to people. I love doing that. And he's like, why? I'm like, because I do. <laughs> because I do? Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, my bad. I'm sorry. Like, I don't do I not do it enough or something? Like, and he's like, do you do it because like you genuinely, genuinely like get joy out of it like because like it's nice to see other people being helped out and it's just like seeing how them how like they're being built up and growing right or is it because of your own pride mm. and like it's because like i feel good that i helped out right oh and i was like at first i was just like no way he asked me that question after two days of knowing me there's no shot right <laughs> there's no shot but i don't know why but like Every time I thought about it, it gets deeper and deeper for me. I was like, dang, if I think about it, when I did I Am Coordinator, whenever something didn't go the way that I wanted it to, because like I want everything to go right, 
because it's epic, right? I want, mm-hmm. like, I love epic, so I want everything to go right. Whenever something goes wrong, like, someone wants to switch teams or someone wants to do this or that, yeah. I'm just, I, lo- I lose my patience so quickly. And I'm just like, dang, this is crazy. But then when I fix it, I'm that guy. Like, I'm he, him. <laughs> I went through that, you know? But it was never, to be honest, like, although I love seeing the community together and, like, I love seeing each and every single person grow, even through volleyball, which is crazy. And, like, especially my team got close with each other and they made friendships off of that too, which is so beautiful and made their own community. Um, I felt like sometimes I was really selfish in that mm. I wanted to, like, see myself be fulfilled from it all the time when sometimes... One of the biggest things I learned recently is, like, when you have a, just, like, a relationship, right? Just, like, in general. It's never 50-50, right? You're there to serve them, and they're there to serve you. So you can't expect anything from them, and they can't expect anything from you. But you guys are just both serving each other the entire time. And that's just, like, what, for me, like, one of the main things for, like, love in general. Just, like, I love you because, like, you're you're this person right not you always like there's gonna be people who make mistakes i make mistakes all the time and like there's gonna be things that pushes in my buttons and there's gonna be things (laughs) i push your buttons with but like i never want to keep tabs on that i never want to do this this that because like i love you like god show me what love is like and i love you because of that reason so yeah Thank you, Marvin, for asking that question to me. Broke this man's whole psyche. Yeah, he broke my whole my, broke my whole psyche and made me go into different directions. And surprise, Marvin, you're one of the reasons why I wanted to do discipleship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember Victoria, one of our staffs here, calling me and was like, "Hey, you should do discipleship." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know about that, Chief, but like, I'm thinking about it, right?" Mm. But um, after. Victoria talked about it after Marvin talked about it. Like he didn't even talk about it. He just like and asked that question and that just like bloomed off of that. I was just like, I want to get discipled. Mm. Luckily, I have uh, someone from my church in Regen, Regen Community Church, named Ricky, who's my disciple right now. Shout out to Ricky. Ricky Shan, I love you. Ricky Chan Chan. Um, no matter how much I annoy you sometimes, but I really do care for you and you mean a lot to me mm. even do only one or two months of knowing each other in like a discipleship kind of way and we always just like spiritually catch up catch up with each other and just like do bible studies with each other and stuff like that it's just mm. so it's just like a brotherhood kind of thing yeah and i don't know why but like from that i was like i want to disciple someone now mm. so another shout out uh i disciple someone from my worship team named jordan uh shout out to you doc uh i'm really glad you had the open heart to get discipled and to learn from me even though i'm learning from you as well Mm. and just this experience so far has been really amazing even though we only did like two to three times so far but if this was a year ago discipleship was not ever on my mind like Mm. just the fact of like people loving people was not on my mind Mm. i just wanted to surround myself with the people that were comfortable, that were like my people, right? But yeah. like now, thinking about it is a lot different. It's really different. And it's all stemmed from the seed of the mission trip, Doc. It's all from that foundation, Doc. And I was like, oh, I remember like by this past week when Tiffany asked me to like write down something for the Instagram post for Lone Star, I didn't know what to write down. I had so many things <laughs> in my mind. I'm like, which one should I write down? 
And luckily, Aaron was there doing Grammarly Plus for me and also revising my whole essay, like or a 60-word paragraph <laughs> that took me two hours to write. But yeah, it was, if you look at that, that's like kind of my response to it, but there's a lot more into it. And if you want to learn more about it, please reach out, of course. I think this is... As evident by the length of the... The two previous episode, yeah. I guess. The two, yeah. This, there's a reason. The why two parter. There's a reason why I could not fall asleep last night to like be all so excited to record this episode today. But yeah, uh, that's what's been going on in my life, and there's a lot more. But uh, post mission thoughts now is is it is scary thinking that there's not going to be another chance to have that same exact team <sighs> to have that same exact time. Maybe even the local staff there. If we ever decide as a team, like, hey, let's just go there for like again. Yeah, right? let's just go there like in the summer with, with our own money, right? Like, yeah, something like that. Ooh, that local team might not be there. Yeah, and some of the local team members might not be there anymore, and just like nothing is the same. So cherish what you have right now in the present. Don't look. There's nothing. There's no like point in worrying about the future. Yeah, because. You don't know what's in store because God's making that plan for you and you're not in control of that. Just appreciate what's in front of your face right now. Yeah. That's probably the main lesson I learned. But yeah, it's it's exciting. It's exciting to see what happens. I don't know if you talked with one of the local staff, but nine people from the American Language Club has accepted Christ ever since we left. I know, yeah. Um, So the local staff had... um, he essentially video chatted uh, all of us uh, mm-hmm. just to talk about, first of all, uh, support raising because um, obviously he needs to support raise over there. And in terms of the economy over there, just in general, it is not as good compared to us. Mm-hmm. So us donating is actually like uh, a lot has a lot more impact than we think. Like a hundred dollars is Basically. probably like their whole food. For a month. Like, yeah, for a month. Like, all their uh, financials to cover food. Whew, that's but crazy. obviously, he didn't just ask us. He obviously was like, how are you doing? And, of course, we got to ask him, how was the ministry doing over there? And he essentially gave us the rundown that a lot of people uh, during the time that we had the talk, which was around, like, a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, from the time we went there. Mm-hmm started to accept Christ and they're being more involved into the ministry and to like and also like the Bible study that they run just to grow deeper into their faith with God. And I know uh, some of the students who went with uh, obviously our team, some of us actually were still in contact with some people. And one of us even said um, again around a month ago that there was a student that she was keeping up with, like, up until this whole time. Uh-huh. And uh, she was able to have a talk with him one night. Yeah. And he confessed that he was actually giving up his life to Christ. Woo! And she sent that to us, to all of us. And there's just, like, so much joy from, like, all of us. Because, obviously, we all knew him as well. But it's just, like, the fact that... um one of our team members was keeping this relationship with this student and that she was actually like moved Mm. because of his talks with her. Mm -hmm. It was just beautiful. Beautiful. And and I I didn't like, actually I have like no words for it because it's actually just like 
it, it, how can you even describe it to be it's honest? It's like legit, it's just God's love and like yeah. God's planning. Like, but, how can you describe that? It's not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, because like, no there are no coincidences with God, but it's just crazy to think about for us, you know, for as, as like just humans, but like just seeing the impact that mm. you can have from just like even like because we just had one week. Mm. And it's like crazy to think about how much, but obviously, you know, for people who are even like thinking of going after mission trips, like genuinely, I just urge you, just, just, just go. Yeah. Don't let money be a factor. Don't let like your worries be a factor. Like, oh, if I'm not good enough or yeah, I'm like, or maybe yeah, like I'm too good enough for this. Like just, just go just go just go just go it's a different experience trust me for sure for sure that's why it's also really scary when you come out of it because like that experience is just like unlike anything else it literally like questions your perception your perception sometimes it, yeah it makes you forget like think about everything all of a sudden yeah like think about it if you put this in like think about this in perspective real quick one like korean barbecue dinner here right it's like <laughs> it's like worth like four to five dinners there yeah it's like probably even ju- just even more than that probably that's yeah. put that into perspective like to the people who are listening like i'm not i'm not, I'm not we're not i'm not trying to like make you feel guilty or anything like that i just want you all to genuinely like think about it for a second and just like appreciate what you all have i know we all go through different struggles and of course i'm struggling too like we're all struggling but there are other people out there that are showing love to people and are struggling just as much as we are or even more mm. and just like just to put that into perspective it just makes me realize wow sometimes i feel really selfish but then sometimes i'm just like dang at least if this is like the worst thing i'm going through today for me this is like my mindset now if this is the worst thing i'm going through today it's a good day mm. like if the worst thing i'm going through is like a situation with the family or something like that it's just like at least i don't know why i just think like at least i have a family to think to have this situation <laughs> oh my with. Gosh. or like it's just like at least i have these people around me to like argue with to get mad at yeah that's it is it is wild i'll have a question though it's like what's one thing that you struggled with before going into mission trip or like that is now maybe resolved or you're still struggling with it but you're still going through that journey. I guess it wasn't like a struggle beforehand. It was kind of just a worry going into a mission trip. Was uh, again, so we only had a week. So one of my main worries is that I wasn't going to be able to connect with the people over there mm. in that short time frame because obviously, you know, introvert, a little shy when it comes to talking to people and just. Uh, I guess connecting and conversing with them. Mm. And I guess also for the other people that are, have similar personalities to me, I'm sure they had similar worries. Because um, it was also a little daunting when I see people like Sean and Esther and Daniel and Rick. They're because they're very outgoing, so they're able to make these relationships very quickly. Mm. Um, but. I think it was just uh, one, the second night, not the second night, the second day, uh, yeah. the when the day that we had 
the uh, different like classes that we were holding. Mm-hmm. There was this. Um, I talked to them. I talked about them in the, the the previous episode, but one of them I was able to connect really well because actually it was, it was a little thanks to because uh, they were essentially holding like a karaoke night kind of. Yeah, uh, we were, you yeah. guys were singing, uh, and they kind of had everything on blast. Yep. So it was essentially like a, a coffee, or they had like a like a hot cocoa. It was hot cocoa, yeah. Yeah. So it was like hot cocoa, coffee, and it was yeah. uh, hot cocoa and singing. And I'm not really the most singing guy. I, I, that wasn't like really my my vibe. Don't worry, other people aren't good at singing either. Like okay, Esther, God, yeah. who sings but like. <laughs> But um, I noticed that there was this one girl that was sitting uh, just kind of reserved because uh, she did come with one other person in the end. But I could just tell, like, okay, she... Oh, yeah, I remember. I was I like, remember. this is the person I can talk to because I guarantee you she's 100% introvert, just like me. So I go up to talk to her, and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? You know, like my soft, soft voice. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in the end... I was like, I'm assuming this is not really up to your style as well, right? And she's like, yeah, it's kind of loud. I'm like, wow, I think that exact same thing too. Yeah. And I actually had to tell Sean, can you turn down the music? Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was actually really hard to like talk yeah. and be like, wait, what did you just say? I had to like lean in, you know, like with the, the cup around my ears. But like that worry instantly went away, like me not being able to connect. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I realized I'm probably not going to be able to connect with as many people mm-hmm. uh as like you know the more energetic and outgoing people mm-hmm. but like just talking to this one person and how like deep of a conversation that we had about like our aspirations and like what she wanted to do and like why she wanted to do these things it was instant burden was lifted off mm-hmm. and i think that goes into like my thought process now yeah is whenever I'm like EVing or just like in general, like just trying to like make a friendship with someone. Yeah, I may not be able to like do it instantly or do it with like as many people uh, that are new when it comes to my life. But even if I'm just able to make like one new friendship in a certain situation, that's like good enough for me. Now, obviously, not like being complacent, but it's like. I should be grateful that I'm able to make one, yeah, exactly. one friendship, and and it even showed like in like the further days when we had like the coffee and chat thing with them, I was able to talk to the other computer science boyo out here. He was <laughs> he was he was so fun to talk to. No, we actually just instantly hit it off because it's like CS okay, and also he was like, "Do you play CSGO?" I was like, "Yeah," and then he was like, "Okay, do you watch all this, this, and that?" I'm like, "Of course." He was like, "Do you watch?" It? I was like, I "Was like, he was like, oh, like favorite movie, yada yada yada." We instantly hit it off, and like just being able to have those like relationships, like it was just so fruitful. I, I just mm-hmm. loved it. So mm-hmm. that has definitely changed like my perception mm-hmm. and perspective on things for sure. But what about you, Sean? What is what did you have? going into it mm. that change coming out of it or like during the mission trip mm. actually i want to go off of something real quick before i answer that question i want to give the extrovert perspective of the outgoing oh. perspective of it because yes um people like me esther daniel um rick too we all like had a bunch of people we talked to 
um, especially me. I talk to like literally all the students. Uh, everyone, like that's how many. Yeah. But for me, I don't know why. I saw my not an like, objective, just more like I felt like I was the person that like made people open up. But I didn't have necessarily a deep connection with someone, like a one-on-one with someone that I felt really deep connected with with the local students there. Like you guys, like you and Tara did. I know you and Tara had a, a person or two in mind. But for me, it was just like, I was really complacent with that, though. I was really in peace with that. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I got the opportunity. It's like, kind of like basketball, like an alley-oop. I'm just like, I got these people to open up, like be be like themselves, like be able to be receptive of what we're telling them and we're receptive to what they're telling us. Yeah. Like, I get to now, now they're able to open up to people like you and Tara or even Esther, Rick, Daniel, even like the local staff. Leon, like just local staff and yeah hopefully that culture might have changed a little bit to where they're more vulnerable with each other now and that's just my actually like the outgoing perspective of it because <laughs> i remember i was talking with about it with tara actually and i didn't understand her perspective at first but i was just like wait actually i get it mm. but let me tell you my perspective <laughs> real quick too and we hopefully we both understood each other's perspectives well enough yeah. too where we both appreciated like we are different parts of the team and we have different wants and not wants and needs like I'm roles just like, yeah in a way just like we do diff- different things in that mission trip we did different things yeah um but what is something i struggle with now ah uh, or something that like you know just changed in terms of perspective uh changed. coming out of it perspective oof I know you, you got last. I bet you, I, I know you mentally had like questioned a lot of things. Not a lot, but like some things were definitely. Oh, yeah. Before the mission trip, I was an overthinker by a mile. And I still low key am. And I just don't show it as much either. Mm. But um, I don't think showing your overthinking skills, not, it's not even skills, it's just down terrible hours. <laughs> it's just like it's good in general for anyone. Uh, but. For me, actually, is what Pastor Andrew from our large group this past week, I think is a perfect way to describe it. Mm. Um, he was talking about mostly just like us as disciples of Christ, what we do, what, what our mission is, what, our, what are we carrying out, essentially. And like, we also, he's also talked a lot about God's love, right? Mm. And something that I struggle with a lot was... I was a people person. Like I, I was like people pleasing. Like I made sure everyone was satisfied, not because I like, like this further is like for me, but like also because like they're happy, and if they're happy, then they're gonna be happy on me. <laughs> they're gonna be happy at me. <laughs> yeah, I did that, <laughs> you know. But um, I also didn't have a lot of confidence in myself in general with my faith with people even with like even with girls too as well. <laughs> even with like just the fact if i'm ready for a relationship am i not kind of thing yeah, yeah um but i will say that was my biggest barrier between me and god uh and of course there are other things i want to continuously work on and i am is a long process and it will always be a long process for process forever yeah, but um, something that the pastor talked about was 
is such a is everyone heard this before like love your neighbor as yourself like treat others the way you want to be treated right? the golden rule kind of thing yeah but in this love your neighbor as yourself he called it the platinum rule right if i'm not mistaken no, okay so essentially he said the love your neighbor as you love yourself that's the golden rule but the platinum rule is love your neighbor as god loves oh, yeah. you yeah yeah love one another just has just how god has loved you yeah yes exactly okay and that's the platinum rule right yeah but i was still stuck on the golden rule to be honest yeah for the longest time until now like to until like this past week mm-hmm. like i always tell people like after the mission trip too it's like like treat others the way you want to be treated love yourself love, love like love other people be like love others the way that you love yourself right yeah but then i just thought about it for a second i was like love others the way others the way that you love yourself you can't love other people if you don't love yourself Mm. like you can't be confident with other people if you're not confident in yourself you can't be accountable with other people if you're not accountable with yourself yeah so i was like my mind was my mind exploded (laughs) but all it just took was just to look at the dang phrase over and over again just be like reverse reverse that real quick (laughs) reverse dissect that man yeah dissect that real quick right and then pastor hit us with the fat platinum right like love one another just as guys love you um yeah that's the thing i struggled with the most it's like i never seen how god loved me or i got too comfortable with it and i still i still struggle with that and i think i will continuously struggle with that mm. but i'm just so happy with how much i've grown so far in that but uh yeah as i said before just like not being able to see god's love makes a lot there's a lot of domino effect there's like a domino effect once that falls down everything falls mm. down for me and i realize i'm so glad that i have a god that is gracious enough to put me in a position or a corner where i have to seek him yeah <laughs> like even though sometimes i don't i like god puts me in a position where i'm like dang there is no other answer but you like literally and sh- to be honest like i shouldn't like I shouldn't have to rely on God for to for them to for him to push me in a corner and to do that. I should have that in my own intentions, in my own ways. I wanna go to God because I love God, not like because like God loves me so much that he he pushes me. But that's what God is. Like God loves you so much, right? And I never realized that until recently. And to be honest, these past three weeks, two weeks has been pretty big struggle for me struggle bus out here uh i feel like i forgot that for a second mm. like there's like a there's like a four to five day period where i'm just genuinely like mad my <laughs> god and because there was a lot of things going on in my life with family and stuff like that um but uh i don't know why there was this instagram post <laughs> don't know how this came to happen um there's this Instagram post that was like, it was like a prayer kind of. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, God, that like I come to you with this kind of attitude, like what, how mad I am. Mm. I'm just like, yo, my bad. I was like, yo, is he, is he calling is me out? Is this a direct sign? Like, is, he, is he calling me out right now? Or that's crazy. Like, I'm like, dang, that's crazy because he's shown himself so many times to me, but like, I always forget. Mm. Or like, I always get carried away. And I understand that I'm imperfect as well. 
and that there will be times that happens to me, but I'm continuously striving to be like a disciple of God, right? In a way. So yeah, yeah, that's something I've been working on. Uh, luckily that, that time period, that Instagram post led to just like a lot of thought processes and then hanging out with like people like you, Emily, Roy, Jeremiah, like I can name so many people, Gary, like it just made me realize why I love people. Like why, like what love God has shown me to other people too. Like mm-hmm. how God has shown, used people in my life to show love to me through him. Is that how, is that, did I word that correctly? Like God's love was shown through those people. Like they show me God's love in a way. People show me God's love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was able to see that, and it was like everything just made sense. Like, like family issues, like everything made sense of why I'm going through it and why I should continuously go through it. And then there's like things I have to wait for. There's like other. There's like so many things I have to do. And like, mm. Everything is worth it. There was a reason why everything is happening right now in this stage, and I'm so glad I'm in this stage where I'm continuously in this process. And God has reminded me why He told me I should do this. I should. I should. I should wait. I should continuously struggle. I should continuously do this. <laughs> because at the end, the struggles that you go through with God, I feel like once you get out of that struggle, what you learn from it is gets you prepared for a bigger struggle that's probably going to come in your life eventually, yeah. right? And that's your spiritual discipline, and that's how much you grow maturity-wise too as well. But yeah, that's how much I learned. I've grown throughout this mission trip, hopefully you guys are able to relate to that. And um, I wanted to do this one thing before we end the episode. The listeners who aren't part of the mission team, you can log off of here if you want to. That's up to you all. But I want to recognize the mission team again one more time because they've been on my mind for quite a while. And I feel like... I don't know. You and I always talk about the mission team here every now and then, too. That's true. That is very true. We always talk, like, at least once a week. We're just like, (laughs) I wonder what they're doing, right? I wonder, or did you see the, did you see the Texas Epic post today? Or like, did you see the the A&M Epic post today? Like, like, oh yeah. Bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, like, for instance, like, winter conference, right? I went to winter conference for a day because one of the staff members came to the clutch. Shout out, Mahan. Uh, He gave me a wristband. Uh, But, like, I, I remember one of the things that we were worried about, like, you were worried about was, like, how UT, the UTD Epic community is only sticking to themselves, right? And not, like, yeah. being able to reach out to other people. But then, my boy, Daniel DeWong out here, right? Just out here shaving people's eyebrows from UTD Epic and, you know, <laughs> cutting people's hair, right? I can't believe that still happened. <laughs> God, there's so many things you guys, like, you guys do, like, the team and, like, you guys, uh, the UTD Epic community and the communities around other epics that I know. It's like, you guys do so much and hopefully you guys know that you are recognized. And so, if you guys want to log off now, like the people who are not part of the team, you can log off or you can just listen and see how much these people mean to us. And you guys mean a lot to us too because... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you guys mean a lot to us too. I can like name a hundred names, like so many names from UTD Epic right now that I can just like... But that'll take forever. (laughs) <laughs> I can name people from Maryland. I can name people who are supporting me through this time, even prayer or financially or anything like that. But yeah, I just want you all to reach out to me and Aaron 
Like if you guys are convi- <laughs> if you guys are convicted too, and we would love to talk to y'all. Um, so yeah, uh, for the listeners, thank you for listening. But I want to recognize these few people real quickly. Ah, hello, welcome, welcome, mission. Team. Hello, Turkey. Eh? Hello, hello, Turkey. Turkey eh? Hello, Turkey. Eh? I missed y'all so much, and even to the listeners that are listening, I hope you guys see how much these guys mean to us. But I missed y'all. Like me and Aaron. Like I, I told Aaron, I was like. Hey, we should do like a Zoom call or something, like <laughs> like a group Zoom call, or at least like go to Austin one time, because for some reason everyone's at Austin, and we just like we had to see these guys. Even like Serena is in like a different part of the country, and Marvin is in like in Cali, or he's in the West Coast. Yeah, he's yeah, in the West Coast, right? Is he Cali? Yeah. Okay. Thank or, I know he was there. I don't know if he's, he if he's there right now. But, but yeah. Um. But yeah, I just want you, each and every one of y'all to know. Like, I'll, I think me and Aaron can both, like, recognize y'all individually. And we can do that with if we have enough time. But you guys have already made such an impact on our community as well. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, we can see you guys through the works in this UTD Epic community that we're part of. And your communities that you're a part of. Like... Every time I look at freaking Sangela and her hair, I'm just like, I literally text Daniel or like, I literally, I'm like, Daniel, this guy, this, this guy. <laughs> but he's that guy. He's the one that, he, he's that guy. He, he connects people together somehow, some way, even through the worst times, you know? Yeah. But even that or just like some of you all like reminisce about like, like we, me and Aaron hung out with like Rick and Tara during the winter break. And just the conversations that we had, like, sometimes we reflect on that, too, as well. Mm. And that those are some good conversations. And, of course, we want the opportunity to see you guys again. So if you guys do come up, let us know. But, um, yeah, and then people reminisce about, <laughs> like, there's, like, Emily, Ian, who already know, like, Esther and stuff like that. So whenever I talk about Esther with them, they're like, oh, Esther. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if it's that yeah, it's not, it's not. <laughs> And then Leon, bro, makes such... I can't imagine what it's like to be an MTL. Like, how much perseverance... Like, I can see the perseverance to how sick you were during the trip. But just, like... And you reaching out to me at during the conference. Ah, bro, I miss you too. I miss you so much. Like, and see how much impact you have made in your community. But, yeah. Uh, you can say something that if you want to now recognize the people real quick and I'll call it a day. Really just for... If you obviously see these people, and I'm sure you guys have also asked them how the mission trip went for them, and how much. Hopefully, hopefully. If you if you guys haven't, yeah, exactly. Go, go out. Oh my god, to go UT and A and M Epic members that are listening, right? That are not like that have like those people around. Realize how special these two to three people in each of your community is. Yeah. Like, they are such a big impact to your community. So if, if you haven't asked them about the mission trip, even though it's been like three and a half months, oh my God. Just, just go and ask them. They will love, I guarantee you they would love to share about it. But guarantee. 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 But just, I'm sure you guys also just see that how much of an impact they've had on your community. Um, and really just, just, just appreciate them because in the short time that we've had with them, we've been impacted. Yeah, and like unlike you guys, we don't have the proximity to continuously see them in person. And even though we are going to continuously make the effort to see them in person, it is not that easy. Yes. And 
you guys, the people who are listening that are in UT Epic, A&M Epic, or even like in all the other Epics, your leaders and your members, there's a reason why they're there. Like they are so special. Mm. Like I'm actually forcefully telling you to appreciate them right now. It's like, <laughs> okay. it's not, it's not an option. Like, <laughs> it's not an option. I appreciate for what they have done because I can see it in only a week of knowing them. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, hey, that's a good way to word it, Doc. Uh, Aaron, good job, Doc. I'm proud of you because now I can smoothly transition into recognizing each and every one of them, you know? And, oh, also, the staff as well. Yes. Please. I, actually, I don't know if there's any California listeners or, like, <laughs> anyone from, oh, what, no, what, no, what, what, what? Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, yeah, Indiana, yeah. Indiana. Indiana, it was Indiana, 100%. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's anyone there, but, but appreciate those people. Like, appreciate Serena and Marvin, for God's sake, like... Please, mm. they're such great people. And David, David, you know, you can literally see it from the Instagram posts as well. This guy's he he's that guy. He's that guy. He's the he 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 just carries everything, Doc. And Maddie, seeing how much he's impacted UT Epic and just seeing how much he's like contributing to this epic movement in general. Wow. It is so crazy. Only knowing them for a week. And then like Oh, yeah, when you guys called me and Esther at conference because we were both not there at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me and Esther talked about it afterwards. W moment, bro. I've I, I, we, I never been so happy. We've never been so happy. Of course, was it jank? Yeah. Of course like, it was jank. Yeah. But it was a good type of jank. It was, it was, it was, it was good because like, I saw y'all like laughing and smiling too. And I don't know who the camera guy was, but like that guy was like geeking as well too. <laughs> he was like, what are these hooligans doing? <laughs> but like, this is, that's our team, boys. That's our team. And like, we have a bunch of hooligans and then we have like people like Tara and Leon, Tara, Tara and Leon to like calm us down to, to put us back into our place that we Hit need him to with be. the, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> or, you guys shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, um, should be a little bit quiet. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry, Esther, for calling out for that sock story on the previous episode. Oh, uh, like, you didn't actually call her out, but I guess we are calling her out now. Yeah, but surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, we missed y'all. Uh, yeah. Especially me. I don't know about Aaron. I think Aaron misses y'all too, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I miss y'all tremendously. So, yeah, let me transition into it now. Woo! <laughs> um, people, uh, Daniel and Leon... I can't imagine how much how blessed AM people are to have you guys right now. Like, mm. Daniel, you can connect a community so quickly like it's nothing. But that's just who you are as a person. It is so crazy how you can make people so vulnerable so quickly as well. And even though at the time I didn't think I told you I was rejected from leadership, but just the fact that you saw that in me meant a lot to me. Mm. And even though I didn't see that in myself, like your affirmation was it meant more to me than you know and leon just like bro there's so many things i'm thankful for you uh you just like when you reached out to me in um conference i didn't really expect it at first because i thought i was gonna be the one that reached out to everyone <laughs> to be honest <laughs> but just asking how i'm doing and just like caring for me genuinely even though it felt like we didn't get to talk that much because you were so sick and I just miss you so much. Both of y'all, like, genuinely. You guys are... And then people are so lucky to have you, too. Like, genuinely. And, yeah. That's pretty much it for the a people, right? 
anyone else that went on the trip that was A&M? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, uh, UT. I said big three. I was like, big three. There's like three people and then there's two people in A&M. Right? So, Tara, the talks that we had, and she always says this to me every single time. She's like, you don't know me that much, Sean. Right? She's like, hey, there's still more to learn, dog. Because like, I, I always like, I'm trying to figure out who Tara is as a person. I'm just like, I can never figure it out. But let me tell you what I figured out so far. Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's, you're someone that's really wise. Someone that genuinely has the heart for people. Like the social injustices we talked about in Aaron's house. <laughs> even even though like, even though Rick couldn't figure out what a liberal in the concept. Even though he couldn't figure out what the difference between those two is. Um, just your love for people and just like your curiosity for people even though you get drained pretty quickly. Like just your patience and love for people. I see that as like a way for myself to continuously improve on to whenever I talk to people as well that I might not know as much because you don't know me as much as well. But like, I think I make myself pretty obvious of who I am as a person. (laughs) (laughs) So make yourself more obvious dog, you know, um, I'm definitely excited to talk to you more when we have the opportunity to, uh, hopefully you guys can come back up to Dallas again. I hopefully all of y'all can come back up to Dallas one day (laughs) because it's painful for us to go to college station or Austin and hey, surprise us. You know, we like surprises. See? <laughs> like, one, one, one week, just be like, hey, yo, let's surprise Sean and Aaron. Let's go up. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, this, hey, like, I'm, I'm not saying anything, but like, you know, in the next week or two, like, if we see y'all, whoa. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> right? Hopefully we can see y'all. But um, yeah, Rick, I call him every now and then to make sure he's doing okay. Rick is someone that always checked up on me every single time and always made sure I'm good. And I can just see how he can carries, carry the brotherhood of like me, like how he treats me to everyone else in the community that he has. So whoever his disciple is, you're very lucky. <laughs> and whoever is discipling him, you're very lucky too. And whoever is around that community UT community, you're very lucky to see someone who really cares for each and every one of y'all because he cares so much to the point where he talks about it all the time. Mm. Like, he can nonstop rave about y'all, like UT Epic especially. So be lucky you have them because we don't have him right now. And luckily we have other people too that are so unique. But of course, it's always nice to add more, right? (laughs) Like every single one of y'all, Leon, Daniel, Tara, and Rick that I mentioned so far, you guys are, if you guys came to UTD Epic, like, hey, that's crazy. It'd be a blessing to have you guys. Yeah, especially. Yeah. And last but not least, Esther, right? I think she's the one that like kind of carried our energy throughout the entire trip. Mm. Like when we were in down terrible hours. She's like, hey, God. And like, she would like, find some kind of way for people to roast the hell out of her. <laughs> but like, as I, I said this to you before, Esther, is like, there are so many things I've seen that God has grown in you that I know sometimes you might not be able to see it. But there are so many things that are growing within you and like how God is using you. And hopefully you're able to see that more and more and 
just know that we all appreciate you. And mm. if you came to UTD Epic, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. I miss talking to each and every one of y'all. It is crazy. And like as I said, like I what did I say? I said I said like something like Tara is like I don't know why, but you know, my last name is Moon, right? Like Moon Wise. I, that's why I connected with Moon Wise. Wise bright like Moon Wise. Or shoot. No. Okay, time out. What? Thinking about it again, changed my mind. What? Sunshine? Shines a light on something, you know what I'm saying? That okay, I think like I, I said this to I think I hopefully I said this to Tara because if, if I didn't, this is gonna sound really weird now, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you were like Tara, you're like, I said the moon, I, I'm pretty sure I said the moon. Like, are you sure you're not saying like she's the sun and since you're the moon, you're giving no, 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 that's not what now? I'm saying, that's not what I'm saying, okay. no, it does not connect with me whatsoever. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like how my like I think of like the moon and the sun. But, like, now thinking about it is, like, I think Tara, like, highlighted on so many things throughout the trip that a lot of us didn't notice. Like, when she highlighted about the social injustice, and then she highlighted about, like, her struggles as well, and just mm-hmm. highlighted about, just, like, so many different things, perspectives that I might not have been able to know if she didn't be vulnerable enough to show, to, like, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's the sunshine, you know what I'm saying? You know, it, it spotlights illuminates the darkness illuminates the darkness no not illuminates the darkness i think that's the moon it, it shines when it's dark you know what i'm saying i get that but like that's just the sunlight it's so it's so different but that's just the sunlight because it reflects off the moon okay scientifically i do not care but like, <laughs> and i'm saying it's just like you brought a lot of spotlight to both of them but like just so many different things and like i genuinely mean everything that i say um so yeah i'm thankful for that and then esther on the other hand was like the moon that illuminates through the darkness that's what i think the moon is dog <laughs> like it just shines it just shines it's like there's so many things that she does that like she connects people and i think I don't know if you noticed, but, like, I don't know if people reach out to you sometimes, but, like, there's this one person that reached out to me recently. Um, the Secret Servant guy I talked to you about. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to mention the name, but, like, he, he texted me and he was like, hey, like, I'm really glad to serve you as your Secret Servant. And he was like, you've done a lot for me. Like, you singing in worship has really gotten me through tough times. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, poor K? Like, I'm just singing out here, right? But just, like, seeing how, like, each and every one of us who are standing up there, like, genuinely glorifying God through worship, it was, like, that helped me through the tough times. I'm, like, dang, thankfully I'm the guy for him that he saw that. And I think connecting to that, Esther, you're that person for all of us. Mm-hmm. And where you have genuinely shown a lot of things through difficult times. And there's just so many things that, like, that's just waiting to happen for you. So I'm so excited. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, I wish we had a bigger girl community and like you guys were able to be a part of that. Like I can only imagine how much the girls would benefit <laughs> from your wisdom that you derive from God, you know? Yeah. So I miss all of y'all. Miss Daniel, Leon, Tara, Rick, Esther, staff, I mean, <laughs> Maddie, David, Serena, Marvin. I miss all of y'all. 
Hopefully you guys are doing good. This episode, these two last two episodes were technically de- like dedicated to y'all. Yeah. Because you guys were on my mind this entire time. But... Hey, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I miss y'all. Ah. Man, man's, man, 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 man. It's crazy how much all of this was just because of the mission trip. It's, oh, it's crazy. It's how much crazy. It has, how, how much everything is stemmed. But, it's crazy. Yeah. Hopefully we get to see each other again. Like as a whole group. Like I, I talked to like some of y'all anyways, right? Now, like before, and I want to continuously reach out to like the people I haven't been able to reach out to yet as well. So yeah. I'll get to that when I get to that. But just trust me, your boy was going through some, some ups and some downs like any other person would. So, mm. so show me some grace on that. But <laughs> I'll definitely reach out to y'all. Yeah. Wow. Well, is that it, right? That is probably it for both of us hey that's crazy but yeah ah yeah i miss y'all like genuinely (laughs) i I don't know how many times i have to say that (laughs) but uh, hopefully you guys are doing well uh we'll reach out as i said and thank you to listeners that are listening reach out like ut people and people if you're interested in getting to know more about them or the missions reach out to your respective people there or you can reach out to me and Aaron too like I don't care like it's nice to have another Instagram I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing but yeah I miss y'all uh yeah uh, we're gonna sign off here All right it's a three hour episode how long has it been now only two if you add both of them uh, like two hours 30 if you add them both together Ooh, this is a long we've never recorded back to back episodes before like this but yeah I guess we're gonna be signing off now yep bye bye